Hey, what's up? And welcome to Big Black Clock Podcast. I think it's episode three right now. Um, I'm Carl. I'm with Kevin today. What's up? And Dimitri. Hey, guys. You've made it. You made it to episode three. Surprising here. This one's not a mouthful. Not yet. Not yet. Not a mouthful. So what are we talking about today, guys? The uh, age-old question of uh, three watches for XYZ budget. And today we decided to go with $3,000 Canadian, used or new. Okay, so we're saying like a three-watch roll, right? Yep. You're traveling and you can't have an average store one on your wrist. It's what's in the roll. 3000 bucks Canadian, new or used. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And right. What are you going to buy with that money? Watches. And you have to spend all of it. Which is so... I also think we had a, a caveat to it too. We said, can't all be from the same place. So we said one German, yep. one Swiss, one Japanese. Yep. And one of them has to be a quartz. A quartz. Good. So we did said that, but I forgot. But lucky me, it still worked. So everything's okay. okay. Which one did you forget? Uh Just the countries. For me, I went just 3K and three watches. We <laughs> Really? You forgot <laughs> everything. the whole everything country else. component. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that was a tough question. A lot of words. Yeah. I don't know. That's why we repeated the entire subject. Some countries are pretty far, so it's okay to forget. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how do you want to do it? So, we say all three watches or we go one watch each? No, I think we go around the table. We start with which country we talk about countries now, Carl. What countries? <laughs> and then we share that, and we just go around and and shit on each other, and no. whoever's the better watch. Wait, but uh, <laughs> I thought shitty was after. <laughs> um, so this is the watch podcast. Yeah. Before that, yeah. I think it's time for a wrist check. Right. So I'll go with Kevin first. Okay. Yeah. So today I am wearing my Autodromo Group B Corsica dial. So. Uh, It's an independent brand from the U.S. Um, under Bradley Price. I don't know if you guys ever heard of um, Autodromo, but definitely worth um, uh, getting into them or taking a look at what they, they offer. So I had the chance to see a few. Actually, I was in France a couple of years back, and I'm in this small watch shop, and they had Autodromo. So we're in Canada, and you bought a U.S. watch in Europe. Yeah, France is a different country. No, no, country. no. I didn't buy it there. What I'm saying is I actually saw his brand uh, overseas, which normally you would just find locally, right? And uh, But this guy, which more for you, Carl, is a car guy at heart. Everything is, is auto-inspired. Everything is auto-design-inspired. So the watch is... Um, That uh, dial is literally based from a Lancia Delta Intragale yeah. Evo, uh, cluster. It's the same, same thing. Oh, really? I mean, I like that. I know that car. I actually really like that car. Yeah, it's just, if you look at the cluster, it's the same, um, like the ends. I'll be honest, I don't know those details. Are really the same. It's, it's so nice if you ever had a chance to, to take a look at it, so for anyone as well who's really into cars, this And would be a really, really good, um, I would just say brand in general. Um, so what it is, it's, um, it's uh, I think what gives it a lot of cachet, it's the, it has an integrated bracelet. So that's also something that's really hot. They came out with this crazy Group B Sapphire, uh, sorry, not Sapphire, Safari edition this year. So the steel itself as well is like this, this green, and it's all based on um, uh, like this idea of 
you know, driving through mountains, desert roads, and snow-covered woodlands, that sort of thing. So it's like, uh, it's all based on these East African safari rallies. But this one was was uh, very particular. Um, the watch itself has a Miyota. Uh, I think it's a, a high beat, so a 9000 series Miyota. It's really thin. I think it, it's like 9 millimeters thin. It's also um, uh, 39 millimeters uh, and the bracelet is exceptional. I've had, I've, you know, especially for an independent brand, they really don't cut any corners. Um, but that thing is automatic, and it's nine millimeters thick. What's the movement? It's a Miyota 9039? 90-15. 90-15, sorry. So it's a big hacking mechanical movement. So it's, uh, it's hacking as well, exactly. But it's a really great watch. I, I really like it. So that's what I'm wearing today. Cool. Carl? Yes. What are you wearing today? A watch. Yeah, this is a um, watch podcast. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, and pants. And, and <laughs> pants. Fortunately. <laughs> this is the one piece of clothing he chose today. Thank God it's not a shirt. Um, I have my Twitter, Heritage Ranger. Um, love that watch. It's my first big watch, let's say, my first real Swiss. Um, and recently, I've stopped wearing the um, camel. NATO that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, as some people know, that camel uh, NATO is um, build fabric the by the same nuns or the same company at least that does the um, all the robes for the Pope. With the Vatican, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's really special. But recently, I'm bringing it on. Um, They're also the same uh, nuns that make the dresses for Chanel. So is this like a like a meteorite dial? It's like a, a nun, a pope robe. It's nonsense. Yeah. So, like I was saying, I, I'm wearing it right now on the. Um, I forgot the brand. Tudor. Is it Rios. Uh, Rios, 1931. Yeah. Rios uh, bands that uh, I got for my birthday this year from some people. They're German. Some really cool people, I might say. They're, <sighs> they're okay. Yeah. They, they could they could be better I think. So well, as good as you deserve. So I really I really like um, what Tudor is doing now. I really think that um, they stepped up their game, and I'll, I'll explain just in, in a second. Just I I feel that to, like so this watch has a as a Neta movement right, and then recently I found that for a while people like I saw all their black bays they were offering everything was in Neta and. Then, they went in and started putting in their in-house movements, their manufacturer calibers. And even if they were taking movements from Breitling and modifying them, they got away with it because they had such nice designs, I felt. Like, this Ranger is wonderful. And then when you look at the Black Bay 58 now, I can't say that I was that impressed with the new blue one, the Blue Bay. Navy Blue? Yeah. Because, I, I, anyway, it's just me. I think it's a great vintage, whatever, the, the look. But the movement that they put in the Black Bay 58, I find so impressive. Because they actually had their in-house movement. Their first one was in the North Flag. So that North Flag is like very much like your Tudor Ranger, an explorer's watch. It has that time reserve. Have you seen it? It's the integrated bracelet. Yeah, the time reserve is always yellow on take on. That's right. Yeah. And the yellow seconds hand and have yep. like yellow indices, right? 
and very explore dial kind of 100 meter water resistance steel bracelet. That had an in-house movement, their first one. And the movement was too big to fit in their Black Bay 58. And they said, we're going to make an in-house movement that's smaller. And that thing has 70-hour power reserve. It's really quite impressive what they've done the last few years. And they even did it with their Black Bays before even the big ones that were Etas. And they're like, no, we're going to start putting in our in-house movements. So a lot of respects for them. However, I find that their new watches... I find there's some, for myself, some design miscues. Like their chronograph is in their diving, uh, their diving segment. segment, but it has a tachymeter bezel. And it, weird things, you know, like, and the hands are so big, they kind of cover the registers when you're timing. There's certain times you can't see the register. There's like weird, I find challenges there, but that watch is great that you're wearing. Yeah. Um, last thing before we switch to uh, Dima. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Ranger now is out of production, right? So Who is it? Yeah. Can't find them in their sign anymore. No. Yeah. So it's time to look for one if you want one. If you'd like something and look a bit more um, older, I say, maybe more uh, classic with the uh, cream numerals and um, indicators. Yeah, it has like a, a sand cream um explorer dial so you have the three six nine twelve no date red second hand and has those like the markers are not like those black bays like not the snowflake hands it has like that that arrow right yeah they're like those old explorers so dimitri what are you wearing today besides um, your fitbit i'm wearing my uh seiko sumo green uh, hulk sumo bought it recently because I, I really like the Seiko SKX that I've had, and I've mentioned this before already. Um, it's just that I wanted to get a, a nicer quality Seiko diver than a classic SKX. And I think Sumo, despite being a, a literally large watch, fits perfectly on my wrist. Um, it doesn't really sit like a 45mm watch. It, it fits much smaller because the logs are very short. Uh, but it, this watch is a lot of quality. The price, so it's um, it has a sapphire crystal. It's a it's the same 200 uh, ISO certified water resistance, but it has a new Seiko NH35 movement. That's a 70 hour power reserve. No, 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 it's not an NH35. Uh, is it six R six R six R thirty five yeah six R. So it's different from I mine. Stand corrected. Right? I have a six R fifteen and you're six R thirty five. So it's it, it's the power reserve that's the difference. Right. Yeah. So it has the sapphire crystal. The only thing it doesn't have, I think, that it should for that price also should it should have a ceramic bezel, but it doesn't. Right. Right. It has an aluminum bezel, and I think they should have upgraded that. But you also changed something on it too, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I, as soon as I bought it, I changed it. I bought the strap code uh, Jubilee bracelet or Super Angus J. Angus J. They call it. Because the classic, the standard uh, Seiko bracelet is not very good. But that Seiko is very famous for that anyways. You know, and you're on YouTube, a lot of people like, it's weird, a lot of people love, they're like, no, 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 the best bracelet is the original. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yeah. yeah well, but it's sometimes same, they really like... Same thing with cars and mags, right? People, purist. Yeah, purist. Only, only going to keep the original ones. For cars, I am a purist, for sure. Uh, but let's say, I kind of agree. When I got my SKX, I got the, I got the one with the Jubilee. And even though it's not a good quality, I love that bracelet. Mm. I actually also purchased one from Strapcode. It was an oyster style, mm -hmm. but I pretty much didn't like it as much as I liked the Jubilee. Right. So it was, you went uh, back to it after. Well, I didn't really go back, but I, I've 
I've worn the Jubilee for a while, and then I switched to the strap cord, but then I sold the watch. So when are you going to buy this KX again? I don't think I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I will. Do it. Well, yeah, I mean, the easy answer is, yeah. But just I do it. Like, do stop, it. stop talking and yeah, do it right now. Just press, what was press it add to cart. What was it this week that you said, uh, Dimitri, when, uh, who was you? You're like, oh, I really need to get, uh, and you're like, no, it was you who said, I really need to buy this, and you were like, do it now. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> yeah. So, what was it? I don't know what it was. I don't remember. Was it a watch? Oh, of course it was Yeah, watch. for sure. Yeah. You're, like, um, you're like, fuck, I really want this. And you're like, do, do it. it. Do it now. Um, um, yeah, so. Oh, I think that was, I think it was basically, I was looking at the new uh, Seiko Diver lineup, right? Oh, and yeah. one of them looks, and they, they've changed, right? Because before they used to make those crazy 45 millimeter size watches, yeah. but now yeah. they've released the lineup of watches that look like they're 40 millimeters. I can't remember what the name is, but they're for, they're for the Japanese market. Mm-hmm. And um, they are thin. They're 40 millimeter uh, dial sizes, and they're very, let's say, affordable. Like they're over just a little over a thousand, I think. So, so it's the same small price. I think the watch is talking about. They're uh, gorgeous watches. I think the so, one he's talking about is this one here. He's talking about the SBDC 105 or the 101 made in Japan. Yeah, There's exactly. Of, yeah. Exactly. So if you see one of them, the one that you just mentioned, the SBDC 105, yeah. this one kind of has a bit of a like a BB58 color score. It has the gilt. Yeah. But Beautiful the, watch. But the dial is like it's not gorgeous. quite dark. Oh, it's, it's it's not quite black, you know? It's like this. It's matte-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I. But I think I this think it's is also the way they show. I'm sorry, it's just the way they took a picture on this website. It kind of it's kind of it's like Hodinki, right? When they when they show watches, it looks more matte than uh, they yeah. don't. It's not so I think it's supposed to mimic one of their most famous divers that Seiko had in the past was called the 62. Yeah, mass. yeah, the classic one they just released, right? Exactly. They released it uh, recently, and people were complaining because it was overpriced. Oh yeah, it was like five thousand bucks for the what? sixty-two. This oh, yeah. one, the S- yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. the SLA 017. This yeah, one, yeah. five grand. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. That's uh, it was, And I'm I'm sorry, five grand US. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. It was. It's like their their uh, ultra. How can I say? Uh, their 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 like uh, the most legendary one of the most legendary high end divers. Wasn't right? this was like the original? One of the original divers that Seiko ever made, and they yeah. just reproduced the same exact yes. shape. And uh, there's, um, yeah, and these are the new interpretations of them that you're talking about, Dimitri. So, yeah, it is. it's four thousand US dollars. Yeah, watch, and obviously people were not happy. So I, I feel like they just released uh, a lineup of, let's say, sumo-priced watches that are exactly the same shape. I honestly didn't see this before I bought my sumo, and if I saw it, I might have bought this instead. Oh, because it's so bad. But it's just, it's just as much as I love the sumo, I also love that. I'm probably not gonna sell sumo. I'm probably just gonna buy another one like this at some point. So it has the same movement as your sumo. Does it? Yeah, six R thirty five with a seventy seventy hour power reserve. That's fantastic. But I'm assuming, right, for that specific price category, it's gonna be very similar. Seiko tends to do that, right? They have a watch they put in. A movement and they put it in across the board you know right so it's like you can have their turtle has their four r35 and the samurai you know there were those bullet they were all that's the nh35 yeah yeah, yeah. right it's the, yeah. the equivalent and then they kind of have it across the board nh35 
so I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. So niche, yes, okay, niche three. I'm confusing. Uh, the the alpinist that I purchased had six R15. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's what my that sumo was, has. Right. Right. It was a. Uh, it was basically. What is an H35? Is it the new SKX? Is the the, the Sabre fives that are new an H35? Yes. Okay. But they're not NH35. NH35 is the 4R35. But the difference is, is that the NH35 are movements that are sold outside of Seiko. But it's the same movement. Oh, okay. I see. So if you're an uh, independent brand, you see them a lot. They put in a Seiko NH35. But the equivalence in the Seiko line is a 4R35. But it's the same thing. It's a gorgeous watch. Very gorgeous watch. He's um, looking at that SBDC... 105, yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful watch, and it looks fantastic on the rubber oh, stuff. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely on my list right now. I think I'm gonna add it to my list. This is a beautiful, I love that shape of a watch of a diver. The only problems that Seiko used to have, and they still do, uh, the, the lineup of uh, similar, similar shaped cases, but they're like 45 millimeters, right? They're just, yeah. they're just too big because this one, this one doesn't have very short lugs. I think, actually, no, I think they're pretty, pretty decent. No, I think that's a great looking watch. It even comes in a steel bracelet. And it's only yeah, it's 13. 13. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful. It's it's gorgeous. I would and I was gonna say I would definitely uh, get it on the steel because of one thing, I will tell you, if you have a Seiko guys and you wanna add a rubber bracelet, get the GL thirty five bracelet, the reissue on Uncle Seiko's website. It is remarkable, the rubber. It's like thirty nine bucks, but it is the best rubber bracelet that you can put on a dive watch that's Seiko because it mimics the GL35. What is the name of the brand again? Uncle Seiko. Okay, they sell rubber. They sell. If you go to Uncle Seiko and look at the GL35, remarkable rubber bracelet. And I bought it from my my Seiko SKX and my my vintage 6309. Disgusting. All of them. Uncle Seiko um, does some really great things. So I guess, I guess this is it for the opening part. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll close that. Uh, just yeah, thanks. We'll, uh, uh, we're all drinking too. Thanks so. for interrupting when I was talking. Yeah, it's, always. It's very polite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you guys haven't noticed yet, we are very polite here. We never interrupt each other. No, never. We just talk over. Yes. But yes, please, Carl, continue. I've, I've lost my train of thought. So yeah, please. Cool. Perfect. <laughs> like I was saying, um, me and Kevin were drinking some uh, Maker's Mark whiskey. Yeah, and uh, well, Dimitri is just they're drinking. not paying us. He's just saying the name. We're not getting paid for this. No, like, like well, but, if they, but if they want to send over a case, yeah. yeah. If you if you guys want to send us money or a case of more alcohol, please let us that. know. We'll give you an address. We'll, we'll try. Every time we drink something, yes. we'll say their name. One day, who knows? Who knows? Right. No Even if it's a sheet alcohol, we won't judge. Exactly. I mean, the only. Actually, no. I take it back. <laughs> 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 no, we only drink good alcohol. Please send us money. So now's that time of the show. Do we get this started? Yeah, let's go. Cheers. Sati. Cheers, guys. Salud. Nazdarovi. Lahaya. Prost. Prost, yeah. Good author. All right. Good uh, F1 racer, too. Yeah. So, where do we start? What country? Um, well, let's go uh, with Germany. Why not? They start a lot of things, so let's just start <laughs> with that. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> so, who's going to start? How about you, Dimitri? Um, okay, so just go back to w- w- the task that we had at hand to choose three watches for 3K Canadian. 
um, the the criteria were such that you have to choose one uh, Swiss, one German, and one Japanese, and one of those three watches has to be quartz. My first watch, and we were starting with German, the one that I decided to choose in that watch roll, is Zin 556. So this one is used? Um, Unless... Brand new, actually. Brand new? Is it? I mean, it's brand new. It's $1,500 Canadian brand new. So considering the other two watches that I chose, it will fit in the budget. There is no reason, right? And I chose... I, I kind of... I mean, it depends on the person, too. I kind of like new watches. I like I like to you know to peel off the plastic and I like to wear a watch that has zero scratches and everything. I can give you a used watch with plastic on it. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. Well, I mean, it's it, there's no there is no um, rational thinking here, right? It's just it's just it's it's it's. I like the smell of a new watch, basically. But again, it's not necessarily something that you always get. Yeah. So, your Zin is it the which five five six is it? It's the five five. Well, I mean, look, there are different ones. There's there are some bracelets and stuff. I I I don't like the bracelets. To be honest, they make him. Uh, I don't. Tooly. The Zin bracelets they make him look very tooly. If you get a Zin five five six on the leather, so it's five five six I. But there's also one, isn't there? Like an A. There's one with like the numbers, and there's one with the just the markings, right? Because there's the one o four. It's possible with the. Oh, hold on, yeah. So it's just possible. make sure, yeah. I chose, well, the other thing is that to be able to fit the budget, I have to choose something that's not on a bracelet, right? Because bracelet adds like about a couple hundred dollars also. I might be wrong. I think it's just a 5.56. Five, Can you buy just a bracelet later on? With oh, no, the, no. So there's the 5.56 five, like this, which is the I. Dimitri. Yeah. The I like this. Or there's the A. Right. So there's an H-link bracelet. And there's also like, a, like an oyster style. But look at the dial. There's the I. Right. And there's the A. And what's the difference? For people who don't see. So, so the I is yeah. The one that I chose is the I. The one that doesn't have Arab numerals. It has uh, just the just the markings, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but on a leather uh, band instead of a, instead of a, a bracelet. It's a nice watch. It's a beautiful watch. And then I I kind of fell in love with that watch again because I I started looking for the look at the specs man. and this watch is. Uh, it's only 30, 38 millimeter case. Mm -hmm. It's only 11 millimeter thick, right? So it's super thin. It's it, it fits on a wrist like easily under a cuff, no problem. If you put that watch on a on a leather band, it kind of looks like a dress watch. You can all, you can wear it to events and stuff. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, if you see that watch, because that watch is kind of like a khaki feel, I'd say. I think it's officially like an yeah. um, like a pilot style, let's say, watch, right? Yeah. But like most of the Zen stuff. But it looks very much like a khaki style watch. If you notice, the case is not, um, the case is bead blasted, I think, right? It's matte. So for sure, it's going to be more scratch resistant. And the other thing that I noticed that's fantastic about this watch is that it's a 200 meter water resistance. So that you watch is literally with. just, it's just an everyday watch. Yeah. That's why in my, in my. Every, it's an everything watch. <laughs> pretty much. Day. Like in my. Everyday and everything. In my watch roll, this is basically the most expensive watch. And I think that watch will just get the most, most of most waste time mm -hmm. because you can just wear it for every single occasion. It just works for everything. You know what I, I love about it? I think that it's the weirdest thing. I love that it has a small crown guard. I think it makes it angle so well. If it didn't have the crown guard, I don't think I'd like it as much. Yep. Yep. I love that the black pieces or the black markings of the hand is like matte. I love yep. that. I agree. Yep. And I see what you're saying, pilot, because this is very 
pirate style the hats right well i mean as far as i understand zin is originating as a, a from aviation right mm-hmm. so a lot of their watches are all like pilot watches mm-hmm. not necessarily pilot pilot watches but watches that are inspired by some sort of aviation. aviation in general mm-hmm. right um so yeah, this is my first watch. The only thing about, I mean, it's a scratch-resistant sapphire, right? It's a Celita SW200 200 uh, movement. So the only downside about that watch, I think, is that the power reserve is 38 hours. Mm-hmm. But that honestly, it's not a problem. If you wear it every day, you never put it out. Well, fine. I think it's a decent sacrifice to have a lower power reserve if it's going to be on the 38 millimeter case and be under 12 millimeter thick. It's 11 millimeters thick. It's, it's, exactly. It's, it's perfect. And it probably would be, if you wanted to get 70, I'd either go up a lot in price or... I think I'm going to buy it. <laughs> it's definitely going on my list. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's on the list. It's on the list. Do it. Um, but <laughs> yeah, too, at, <laughs> Do that, it. at that price, I don't think you can argue too much, right? Not I'll, really. I'll be honest. A lot of watch I find for that price. I don't even have to think that watch. I think if you look at a pricing segment... Find that Zinn kind of owns that, like that thousand to twenty five hundred dollar range. Right yeah. before you get into like Tudor, and it's like Alonjin. Yeah, that's a good yeah segment for them. Yeah, I think what Longine is doing now is much better than they were just like a few years back. Agreed. Yeah. More identity. I think they're killing it these days, but. So yeah, that's my first watch. Um, let's just continue with the German watches, and I'll yeah, I'll, we'll uh, do a round table. To, uh, Carl, yeah, thank you, Dimitri. You're very welcome. Um, so that watch has been on my list for quite some time now, and I just need to go and do it and buy it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so uh, it's the Nomos Club Campus Thirty Eight. And the reference is the seven thirty seven. So that's with the open uh, case back. If you have the uh, close back it's 735 mm-hmm. um, you can find it I found it online for um, 1500 Canadian use and if you go on the most website uh, they go for 2400 uh, but that's include tax the shipping and even consider the um, yeah, yeah the event consider um, a- any other fees so, so it's there, 2400 a, your door so there's a NAC version right which is the the dark dial, right? Yep. That's not the one you have. You no. have the yeah, yeah. the uh, white dial, uh, blue numerals, and then indicators. And um, it's not a California di- dial. It's co- mm. it's called the bilingual dial. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because the Roman numerals are at the bottom, so you have right. four and um, eight, and you have the ten, twelve, and two. That's um, uh, Arabic uh, numerals on top. When it's California dial, it's inverted. And the second is a sub-second hand, right? It's not a Second time as such, it's a yeah. small second register. So all the indicators, numerals, and the ends have a super luminova. So mm-hmm. it's a, a really bright blue mm-hmm. too, um, which is which is nicer than I find in the green sometimes. Having that yeah. blue, yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I like that watch, especially for that too. Uh, it's the contrast with the orange too. That so there's everything is contoured with orange. Same thing with the uh, sub second end, right? Yeah. Um, super tin watch. It's uh eight point five millimeters. Yeah. It's oh, wow. it's manual, it's not automatic. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the movement itself without the casing is something like three millimeters. Two point six. Two point oh there you go. Two point six. Yeah. Forty three hours. Yeah. Reserve. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um they call it the alpha that's manual. The, yeah. That's alpha the, manual is the name of the movement. 
So that the alpha swing movement, what you're talking about, my tangente doesn't have that. It came out before that, and that you know started appearing in the neomatic. Yeah, the, the and, and I was reading on um, on Nomos, and even they're saying that they're renowned for their uh, manual movement, mm -hmm. but more and more now automatics. Yeah, and when you look at their lineup, it's almost fifty fifty now. And, and you know, that's the thing when you look at their their neomatic or their new sports watches or whatnot, and they're like, well, you could put it in smaller case right but now you have like that tangente sport that's like 42 millimeters and you go well you have such a thin movement that was kind of their deal and you know i think almost when it came out with the they had like this maxi small one of their first offerings a lot of people mis almost mistook it for a girl's watch because it was like 35 millimeters people are like not made for a guy <laughs> it's really thin yeah but it's almost gentle looking but the thing is about these nomos is that they have such thin bezels that they wear a lot larger than they look. Yeah. A lot because they really, really have a big wrist presence. In fact, my 38 millimeter tangente, I wore it out one day and the guy even said, man, it's, isn't it too large that one? Shouldn't you have gotten like the 33 and I was, the 35? And I was like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Is it the real 38? Because the Club Campus 38, it's technically 38.5. It's a 30.5. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's 30.5. And uh, it's 10 atmosphere for uh, the um, water resistance, so it's good for swimming. It's pretty good, too. It's 100 meters, yeah. A GMT uh, Master is, uh, is, uh, is 10 bar. That's yeah. right. And uh, the only uh, caveat is at that price, it's not on the bracelet or anything else. It's the calf leather um, band. They, they have no oh, okay. steel well, bracelet. They have one that just came out. Yeah, I remember watch. you tried to just buy I, it as is, and they. I tried to buy it. Yeah, they tell you politely, uh, go away. Yeah, <laughs> go <laughs> away. Yeah, but the woman's like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, I'll call Nomos absolutely, and then she called me like, no, we can't get it. I was like, yeah, I told you, <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't get it. Um, but yeah, I feel it's uh, that a watch I could wear for work, like from Monday to Friday. I think it could go with suits, or just even like uh, shirts, right? Yeah, we work from home, by the way. So nowadays. Yes, but you, you get it. I'm. You, Dima. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Dima's that guy where you're like, it's nice to record live. <laughs> Dima's that guy where, you know, something happens and he'll just be like, I hate to tell you, say, I told you so, but I told you so. <laughs> and I will tell you exactly. so. <laughs> you want some advice? You shouldn't have done that. It's like, that's but, not advice. <laughs> but but I, yeah, honestly, jokes aside, when I was choosing the three watches, I kind of took into consideration the fact that we are not really going to the office anymore, right? So, like your daily watch doesn't necessarily have to be a dress watch, right? Well, uh, for That's me, it's a very it's, good point. Yeah. Well, no I, I never, all my watches, I, I just wear all of them with suits. I don't know. Oh, it's true. I mean, yeah, sure. Look, <laughs> I, I wore my SKX to work when we were going back to work, right? It's, it's, it, it, it was tough to fit under a cuff, but it worked. But I wonder, you know, based, that's a very good point. Observation you're making there, Dimitri. Do you think that companies are aware of that? Well, look, like, like if, and, you know, everything kind of comes in waves, right? And what I mean is that certain trends in watchmaking like comes, COVID. Come, <laughs> comes like, in waves. Like coronavirus. It yeah, does. Comes in waves. Uh, sometimes waves are so big, they're still there in certain countries. <laughs> exactly. um, the, the trends are such that, yeah, maybe for a little while, they, they will, the dress watches will kind of be less popular just because, you know, there's, no, there's nowhere to wear them unless you go to like a formal occasion. But then we will go back. They will resurge again, that's for sure. I, there's, I just don't see why not, because it's such an amazing, say, style of a watch. It's not going to go away. 
maybe you'll just maybe you'll just be less, let's say, popular for a bit. Maybe they'll just produce fewer dress watches than other styles, but it's not going to go away. I don't think so. Okay. So, next one is uh, Kevin. Well, what you, do you take for German? You kind of took what I had taken. No, you, you took what I had taken. And exactly. you have taken what I have taken. It's like a, it's like a vicious circle. Here. The second, <laughs> the second uh, most expensive on my list. It's the uh, Nomos Club 703. So, that's the one with the exhibition case back, Sapphire exhibition case back to see the movement. And when I found it, about 1250 Canadian. You could find one. Yeah. Use? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, if you find a good enough condition uh, and are patient, you can get the one with the exhibition case back. If not at 1250, you're probably looking at, oh, big uh, severe thunderstorm outside. Oh. It's okay. That's uh, living in the suburb. We've angered the gods. Yeah. Um, which, which one is that? <laughs> It's not Poseidon, right? Because there's no C near us. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Um, um, Scientology. Oh, no, is it Scientology? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's, isn't the guy who runs Scientology some guy named Ron or something? Like, he's just some dude from the I 60s? I think you're not wrong. No, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm wrong. I think it's some guy from the 60s and his name is Ron. Or Tom or something. Some. It is. It's Ron Hubbard. <laughs> it is. You're no, right. No, it is. <laughs> what year? You just Google it. <laughs> you just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. It um, is a guy named Ron. All hail Rod Hubbard. Who else can start something like Scientology other than oh, Ron? <laughs> South Park burned them so much. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, just to go back on, on the Nomos, earlier I was thinking that the new price was 2400 for my 737. Um, and they do uh, 12 in installment, no interest, on Nomos website, straight from factory. Mini watch. No way. Yeah. I put it in my notes because I was like impossible so, and I read it to it and it's so that's that's less than that's that's uh, what 120 uh, bucks a month well the thing is for thousand dollars less I can get it used thousand dollars is it worth it right for having it new from factory it's three months wait period right now for having a watch uh, built for you but uh, yeah any watch on uh, on the most website they just need to pre-approve your credit card to see that you have the funds so you don't skip payment but yeah, it's 12 installment, free of charge. Interest-free? Interest-free. Mm. I didn't see that. Interest-free? Yeah, it's very difficult to believe. But I mean, look, it's they want your money. And, so. and you continue talking about your why you chose your normals. I'll yeah. pull out the... Um, so to me, and you'll see based on my other picks, I think this one is kind of like yours, Dimitri. It's my go everyday watch. Uh, yeah. 100 meter water resistance. This one has as well it's as yours. Impressive. Is that a screw down crown? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Actually, it may not. No, eh? but it's still 100 meters. is pretty good. But like we said, it's a it's a myth, right? The screw down. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. The Alpha Caliber in it, so it's the new one. Um. Um. Yep, and I think that it. Um, so I just saw there's a picture on the on the. On, on the internet of this watch having the Rulo bracelet like you mentioned the Rulo yeah the Rulo bracelet it's a cool yeah. bracelet yeah and I think it's been discontinued if I'm not mistaken it says it says discontinued yeah. so on the most websites sorry Dima on the most websites yeah um, so no extra uh, hidden cost um, zero interest for how long how Tw- 12 uh, 12 payment and the first one when you put the uh, you get the watch that's pretty good on almost any watch yeah, resist. Nice resist. resist, 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 resist. But you it's know, but yeah. I think so for the um, seven thirty-seven, it's one eighty-eight a month. I, th- <laughs> I think they should 
all do this. Every brand. Instead of forcing you to go through an unauthorized dealer. But it's because not every brand sells direct to customer. That's the thing. They, they should sell direct to customer. Oh yeah. But it's gonna change, right? This is this is this is the internet is relatively new considering how old watchmakers are, right? Yeah. So it will take some time to adjust. Plus they also probably I mean, I think the biggest reason is because a lot of the watch brands they develop this niche where they maintain prices very sky high because of low supply and high demand, right? So they're just afraid venturing into the web because that will affect prices probably, right? Either they will be always unavailable and pointless to go to the website and try to buy it if it's always out of stock. I'm or if so they make it available, then yeah. the prices will go down because they will just be more available. But I already feel that way going to dealers. Yeah. I step into, like, look, you go into to a certain shop downtown and they have a few brands and they're empty their cases. I don't understand, to be honest. I'm sorry. You go to a Rolex store, every single watch that people like is never available, never. right? Why wouldn't they just get one sample of each watch and don't sell it. Just let them be, let people try it at least. Someone has to pay for it. Yeah, but no. Okay. I think I, I can answer that. I know they don't have to. But I think I can answer that. What will it give you to go try it on and say, I want it and then say, well, I can't. It's like, yeah, but you have this one right here. Let me buy it. Sorry, you can't. So you can try it on, but you can't even buy it. Oh, it, sure. It's almost I, like it, it's, I understand. it's even worse to I me. I understand. But then I'll be honest. To me, uh, a Rolex boutique is pointless. I agree. Because there's no point going there. You're never going to see a watch that you want to see. Unless you're that guy. Yeah, or the only point is okay. to get on the list. <laughs> no, but the, yeah. point, the point of actually seeing the watch in person, Agreed. it's impossible. No, if you could get... Look, Dimitri has never seen... I think that's a good point. He's never seen or tried on the GMT Master 2, the Pepsi. Yeah. He saw the Batman. But he's never saw the Pepsi. You won't see it in the wild. But are you ready to buy I've it? I've seen it in the wild, yeah. I've seen it in the oh, wild okay, once, okay. actually. When I was biking uh, last week with my, uh, with my friends, my friend's father was wearing a oh, vintage too bad. GMT Master Pepsi. Too bad. He with like a really know. faded the old one. Uh, red, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. If you didn't know the guy, he might have robbed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too bad. Too bad. Any, any other guy would have robbed him. Yeah. There's even custom engraving on the most website. No most, yeah. Back to it, yeah. They, they custom engrave on the on the back. Oh, man. Actually, a good question. Would you get a custom engraving on your watch? Because I feel like it's diff- more difficult to sell after if you want. Yeah, but you it. can always change the, the the case back. Yeah, but that's gonna cost you money. Yeah, but like you can have a watch like this one. It says "fuck you, Kevin" on it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want that? Merry Christmas. <laughs> like it's okay. Me, <laughs> it's like, unless it's a gift, I don't really see a value in engraving your own watch. I think it's sentimental. Um, unless uh, it's unless there's some sort of like if it's well, a gift or Anthony, something. Anthony could get his thing engraved and because he give it to his kid. He doesn't give a shit. That's true. Just gonna give it to his kid. He's like you don't want it, figure it out. But he's gonna do it himself <laughs> with a knife. <laughs> Crayola marker. <laughs> oh shit! I spilled my name rock. <laughs> um. So you're done with your uh, first watch? Yeah, but uh, uh, I just wanted to say consideration i couldn't find one to fit within the price range but i think if i'd gone german these days with what's offering i would have gone with mont blanc i would have found a mont blanc watch but they're just too expensive to fit in my in my category i would have needed a mont blanc a casio wave master <laughs> and a brawn alarm clock <laughs> that's what it. we didn't establish is that you can just spend three thousand dollars on one watch that's what i'm saying right? 29.99 yeah and or get, get a casio for 10 bucks yeah exactly yeah. absolutely that's what i was saying i was like no i don't want to do that either 
Because then it would be less fun. Well, it's it's kind of cheating. I could have. We had this conversation before. We were like, oh, if you have 20 grand, we're like, okay. But then we could have just said, let's just choose one watch for $3,000. Yeah, but right? it, it could be funny three. if like, we all take our time and they're just giving go, fuck you guys. <laughs> exactly. I have one watch. <laughs> I have one watch at twenty nine ninety five, And yeah. for the other $3, <laughs> I'm getting a used Casio. The used, used. <laughs> a used Casio. It's like Ponder $3. Casio. Amazon Prime, free shipping. So that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So what's after German? So, um, I'll go again. Let's say, let's go with Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. So, remember, we had teammates. to choose one. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Teammates. We're going to go neutral right down the middle uh, after. You're not wrong. <laughs> but, uh, anyways. He's not wrong, but he's an asshole. <laughs> A lot of hostility today. Yeah, yeah. Naked, naked aggression. <laughs> naked I'm aggression. Naked? <laughs> well, I mean, you're just wearing shorts. It just is... Pretty hostile. So yeah, um, so the second watch is Japanese. Remember the one thing that we also discussed that one of them has to be quartz. So my second watch, the Japanese, is the quartz. And the one that I decided to go with is the, the full metal G-Shock. The reason for that is because Casio just released last year, two years ago, mm-hmm. very recently, the full metal version of the classic G-Shock. I mean, G-Shock doesn't really need any introduction, right? It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful watch. Uh, it does pretty much everything. It's quartz. It's very precise. Uh, the difference is that now it's full metal and it has a bunch of new it's the technologies it has. It's solar powered. It's also, it also has Bluetooth, so it syncs and it gives you perfect time. Perfect time. The only downside, I think the battery doesn't last as long as the original G-Shock. It only lasts two years, up to two years, I think. But it's an easily replaceable battery, so it's not an issue. But that, that for 500 bucks, Canadian, you can get a watch that Looks nice and expensive, but is a beater you can wear absolutely anywhere and never even care about. I think we don't consider how not only cool, but all the history behind G Shock, all the history behind Casio. They're 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 great. I really I like what they that they have to offer. Well, that that original watch, if I'm not mistaken, was 1982, or 1980 or something. That that was that model, that specific model. model. But you yeah, have never changed it. You have that book, that book, uh, book that book, uh, a man and his watch. Yeah. And he talks about that G-Shock. And he'll start it with that ball, right? And, yeah. yeah. Uh, a plus side on a plus metal is you can knock out people with it and don't feel bad about it. Yeah. That's um, very yeah very it's a plus side. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. I, I, I'm saying that because he kind of told my watch to. I, ex- I have exactly the same watch as Dima on my list. So. Uh, that makes it, that just proves to everybody that this is a good watch. Right? How terrible you, both you, your taste is. You, you find it at, at Well, I actually own it. So it's like, <laughs> such a, oh, you guys taste like, like you own the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I know it's shit. Uh, it's terrible. Um, when you said 500 bucks, is it used or new you found it at a price? No, no, that's uh, It's about 600 yeah. bucks new. Canadian. Because I, I was looking at Crow 24 and the cheapest I found was 682. Uh, no, I, no I bought it. I bought it brand new and I paid 630. But nobody asking. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, he's here, he's and he has yeah, a mic, yeah, so okay, he so should be six thirty, right? His price. Amazon free shipping. It was eBay. You can find it. eBay, no, absolutely, you can find an eBay for less than six hundred. I mean, like whatever, plus minus a hundred. Why bucks, do you pay six thirty? What? So you can find it on eBay for less than six hundred. Used. It doesn't matter if it's used. plus minus a hundred bucks, right? It doesn't have to be. No, 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 no. He's right, but. um if you guys are wondering what that noise is, it's uh, it's the drink with uh, drinking, more drinking, drinky poo, just uh, putting ice in the glasses. 
Um, yeah, so this is the watch, my second watch, and I think this is a, it fills that gap for basically a watch that you can wear everywhere. You can wear it to the pool. And you can still do that with the 5.56, right? But it's a bit nicer. Maybe you don't want to do it, especially in the leather brand. Exercise with it. You know what's really cool about that watch? I'm sure that uh, it's something, uh, it doesn't have screw or push pins in the, it doesn't have pinning collar or the typical push pins that a bracelet has. Every, the bracelet, every link is composed of spring bars. So think about that for a second. It's cool. Every link is a spring bar. So it's a small spring bar. Is it cool or is it like a, it's going like to all fail at some point? Uh, no, I don't think it'll fail. No more than a push pin. Yeah? I don't think so. What, because, it's, because the spring is never activated. You know what I mean? It only activates when you... When you so if it's never just, activated, why is it... So it's easier to change. You don't have to pry anything. You just need a, a small screwdriver and just pull it out. You know, it's that kind of... It's yeah. like a spring. It's okay. like a spring. But, and the other thing is that what makes a spring bar a pain in the ass is when you don't have drilled lugs and you're trying to get to the edge to pull it out. This, yeah. it's all exposed as it's open. So you just have to take a thing go click it out, right? It's really, really easy to do. The, the other thing I wanted to add about the G-Shock, not the, not, the full, not the full metal one, but the original G-Shock, uh, is that it's in the Guinness Book of Records, which is cool. I find it's very cool. Really? For what? So what they did is that they, they put it on the asphalt and had a, had a truck run it over. And it didn't break. It kept working. Which is pretty amazing. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's not something that you would ever do and then there's never really a need to do this, but it's nice to know that a watch can withstand something like this. And I think they try to, they don't try to to oversell it or change what they are. They're like, this is what we make and they, we're good at it. They, they don't need to prove anything. Yeah. It, it's it's done deal, right? If you like it, that's it. I, I never seen an ad for a G-Shock. Not really. They have uh, their ads, maybe but... They, when they just started making them, but at this point, there's such a cult following. I don't think you ever need Yeah. No, there are people who are fanatics. Right? There's there's another one that I uh, that I want to buy. They just made basically like a Gerald Gento style. Uh, it's called, I think, I think they call it Cassie Oak. So it's, it. uh, it's an analog style G-Shock. You know what? I would love to do it, but it's impossible to purchase. It is just not available anywhere. The G8. Other than, uh, other than from scalpers that are selling them at like four times the price. So you can do it still. But, but if I was stupid, uh, no, I it's would, only excuses. Like you can, well, you can buy one. You can. Okay, yeah, but do it. if you don't know how to manage money, then you should definitely do it. <laughs> Let me talk about money. Just, you just do, do it. it. <laughs> so, is it my turn to talk about my... Yeah, uh, please. My so, this is Carl. He watch. lives in his car, by the way. Yeah, because <laughs> he did it. Because he just buys watches. He just did it. <laughs> he doesn't look at prices. He just adds to cart. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I do with the podcast setup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I have a Casio. A Casio. G-Shock. Full metal. Cool story, yeah? Oh, and the same color. None of them got the ionized. Uh, yeah, same, same, exactly the same thing as Dima. And uh, but I'll explain later after my third watch why I choose this one. Okay. Right. So needs but a, not now. A, no, not, not, not because not I, doing we, not, I, need, I need to do the the, the Swiss one uh, first. And I thought you'll understand yeah. why. Are you going to wait for a few podcasts to explain why you chose this in this podcast? Yes, exactly. So in the five podcasts down the road, I'll try to explain that why. This is the conception. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I'll, I'll have to jump on this one because you pretty much said everything. Yeah, well, so Kevin, I just brought a point and I was looking at different 
different uh, materials, right? There's all the different variations of this watch. The only thing that I was thinking maybe that takes away from this watch is because the material is all very polished, right? It will scratch yeah. easily, mm-hmm. probably, right? Matte will be really nice. Matte will be very nice. They or have. if you get a different style, different type, different bracelet. They have. You get a, you they get a, a matte I think they have titanium also. Mm-hmm. Well, so the thing <laughs> is you can get a, there's so many different versions, right? You can get a titanium watch. It is like that comes with like a rubber band instead yeah. of a, mm. You can get the full metal G with uh and it's black and everything and it's just the dial and it's rubber bracelet that's mm. right and yeah. same price same price okay uh, so uh, that could work also yeah yeah but full metal is just so nice they have one that's blue metal dark metal polished metal yeah they even have now the the other g-shock which i really like is the six the other iconic one is the 6900 have you looked at it this is the 5600 but dimitri why don't you look it up there the 6900 is the one that has that massive button so I have the 6900 BB. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a classic one as well. It's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one, they also made a metal version of it as well. Exactly. So uh, maybe the metal one is the one that's gray here. But um, yeah, you pretty much said everything there is on that watch because my notes were um, quartz, metal case, give time. Most watches do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, listen, it's it's nice to know that, you know, you also chose that same watch. It's because that watch is that good. Yeah. But for me, it was in third position. Like, that was the, I had that amount of money left to choose it, and I went with this one. Right. I, there is no order for me. It's just, I just went in the order of the, the way I wrote the watches down on my list there. There's really no particular order. No, there's always orders. Something I like more than my others. Life. Like, I, I, I hate you less than Kevin. Okay, that's nice. Thank you. It's a, it's a, is, is this nice. a compliment? Should, should I no, I hate you less. Okay, thanks. That's it. Nice. So, um, Kevin? Kevin, it's your turn to do with the uh, Japanese. Yeah, so... No, I think I already did the Japanese. No, didn't they do Japanese? No, no I didn't. No. We did just German. We did German. We did Nomos. Wow, whiskey's uh, hitting hard, eh? No, no, because I'm searching at the same time. This is the one that I have, sorry. The one I was talking about, sorry, the other classic one I have is this one. This is a, a famous What's the name G-Shock. of it? This is the 69, the DW6900. Nice. The black one, but it's the one with that button in the front. This is a pretty classic um, G-Shock that nice. exists. So they also made this one in full metal. I was also looking to buy the classic G-Shock that I have. I have like a regular plastic 5600 uh, yeah. version G-Shock. Mm-hmm. The most original one, right? I was also looking for the same exact version, but all black. Oh, yeah, the black oh, the blackout. Yeah, that's, yeah really blackout, that's very cool. It's called like well the negative display, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, negative display. Yeah, because the display's black and it yeah. So for myself for Japanese, it's my most expensive watch. It's at thirteen hundred. I have an early seventies, uh Grand Seiko sixty one forty five dash eight thousand or eight eighty ten. So this model has the Grand Seiko written on the silver dial. It was marked with eight thousand TAD at the six o'clock. Uh, the movement's marked with a 6154A and both uh, Grand Seiko on the rotor. Yeah. And you can get this watch for 1300 Canadian. Approximately, yeah. You can get a bad, con- uh, a pretty low bad condition at, at uh, 1100 and a good condition at 15. This so was I went, on my list. Yeah, it's good. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it, yeah. Um, so the later models had an automatic, had written under automatic under Seiko and dispensed with a Grand Seiko and had high beat 36,000 instead and 80 TAD at the bottom of the dial. And the rotor has been marked Seiko. So 
I really like the vintage brand Seikos and the vintage Seikos that you can uh, you can get your hands on. You just have to make sure they haven't been like Frankenstein. There's a couple of good uh, buyers or sellers out there that that uh, you can trust. Uh, I absolutely love this watch. Yeah, it's great. Huh? I mean, we spoke about it during our last podcast, right? Yeah. There's just there's no confusing a Japanese dress watch with any other watch. It's right. just it's, you, you know right away when you see it. But right now, I think you're both crushing on Japanese designs. Right? Yes. Mm. Yes. Bias. Well, <laughs> it was the most expensive watch, yeah. Everything is bias. That's an opinion. <laughs> exactly. What? Always with the logic, eh? <laughs> you sure you hate him less than me? Is that, is that, <laughs> you sure? Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's crossed the threshold. <laughs> is it even now? It's is like it a weird now? seesaw of hate. <laughs> At the end of the day, he hates us both. It's just one more than the other. <laughs> it's just who will he decide to leave in the ocean versus? It's a, it's a thirty-six thousand. Uh, yeah, beat beat, yeah, high beat or proper high beat. So, when uh, I'm assuming this was pre um, Spring Drive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of course, of course. This is a beautiful watch. Yeah, I'm really impressed. So that you see the finishing on the hands, everything that it has to offer. Grand Seiko was, I think, really and continues to be, but really back then overlooked what you could get. And the vintage market is great. It is beautiful. I, I feel they're coming up. I feel they're more and more every year they're gaining on the market. Yeah, since they branched off to be their own company, they're great. And uh, you know how they're great? <laughs> Hudiki sells them, right? So <laughs> you know they got cred. Yeah, but Hudiki selling Apple watches and a yeah. table clock for six grand too, I, right? Uh, I uh, didn't like seeing that, yeah. They sell a lot of stuff. Yeah, and they're they, promoting what they sell too. Yeah, they got a huge backlash but for no, that no, uh, travel clock. No, no talking bad. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Grand Seiko, yeah, their offering has been great. I think that, because um, even then I was talking, I was looking at my short list. And if you want to look it up really quick, I was like, no, even if we're not in the, going to the uh, office, like we're saying, the watch I'm really into is the SBGW231. That one is very similar. Is it the one with cream dial? W, no, no, that's the 221 you're saying. So the S, oh, kind of, yeah, but it's not cream like the GMT. Mm-hmm. This one, look at this. It's Mutri. Yeah, look at this. SBGW231. Yeah. This is under 6,000 Canadian new. It has a manual wine, so it's super thin, 37 millimeters on the wrist. And I find that like Japanese perfection has the Grand Seiko written perfectly. I feel like when I just close my eyes and imagine any dress watch, that's exactly what they look like. <laughs> really? I, it's like the simple, simplest going dress back watch. to what you just said. I am really crushing on Japanese watches right yeah. now. Yeah. Hard it's to, just, uh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, hard to. Oh. You fucked it up. You yeah. stop touching your iPad like that. There you go. Didn't do anything. He likes you. it. Oh, this is so beautiful. I know, eh? You it's fucked it up again. Uh, Unacceptable. Definitely on my list. Yeah, definitely <laughs> on my list. On hey, the uh, list. Dima, can I say one Ming thing about that? Also a Corono. Oh, yeah. Corono looks like Ming, Ming is from Singapore, right? Ming is Singapore, yeah. Ming Tian. So, close enough. I love the new 1902. <laughs> well, oh, my God. But that's their high-end series. The 17 yeah, series yeah, is more affordable. Yeah. But this is, this, is, this, is, this is unbelievable. What, what does it say? It said Japan something at the um, six Movement, mm-hmm. probably. This is a, a Japan with oh. the number of the movement. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, I was away from the mic. So, um, that's my shall we, we... Now, it's a Swiss one, right? Um, 
Yeah, now it's this one. So um, do you want to start this one, Kevin? Go the other way yeah, around? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, I am at my quartz. And I went Swiss to my quartz. So runner-up was the mundane stop and go. Can I guess? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> what? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, I'll tell you if, I, if that's what I guess or not. Okay, so I have the mundane stop and go, which is a pretty cool Swiss quartz because in Switzerland, it is the official brand and watch that is displayed at all the subway uh, stations. And the stop and go has this pretty cool idea that it ticks for 58 seconds around, stops at the zero second mark for a second for the minute hand to change position and then starts over. I think it's really cool. It's like lollipop second hand. The, uh, and it's jumping, right? Yeah. It's like you, you literally see it go click. Yeah. yeah. You see it jump from one minute to the next. Click. So that's really cool. And that one is about thousand bucks Canadian brand new. So seven fifty US, yeah. So that. But what I went with is a watch I actually own. It's a watch I really like. I liked it for and not, not because I owned it, but it was something I really crushed on. And it's um and I think they're having a moment. I think they have personality. It's very it's a high high accuracy quartz. I have a very high precision. It's a Longines VHP quartz. And mine is the blue dial. That has like red indice on the seconds hand and the, and the outside of it. It's like a dark blue navy dial. It is really great in terms of what it has to offer in terms of a movement. And brushing aside that it's Longines, I don't really, really care that it was a Longines. I love what they put into that actual movement. And I think it has a lot to say versus some... I say more affordable or cheaper mechanical movements. And you're saying, hey, you can get this really incredible quartz that a lot of people say, ah, oh, it's just a quartz. But if you understand how of a, a high accuracy quartz works, like those Seiko 9F quartz movements, like if I could, and this list is too cheap in what it was, but I would have put a Citizen Chronomaster. Because the Citizen Chronomaster is Japanese super quartz perfection to me. Um, and let me see if I can find it here. Sinister Chronomaster. Because that watch is one which makes it really cool. It's like among the very best that it has to offer. And Citizen's not known for high quality necessarily. It looks very similar to a Sarb 33. Yeah. Snowflake. A snowflake. Yeah. But this watch is a high accuracy quartz that is accurate within two seconds a year. Goddamn. Yeah. Under 3,000 US bucks. So what makes it appealing to me, and I'll put it out there so it maybe it's food for thought, you can actually buy for under three grand a watch that is the absolute best at what it does in terms of movement. There is no quartz movement in the world that is better than what they have to offer or what Grand Seiko has to offer or what Longines has to offer in those very high precision or high accuracy quartzes. You're like in the best right now. So that's two seconds you said a year? Yeah. And your Longines? Ten, plus or minus five seconds a year. So what's cool about my Longines is um, it has a couple of also some pretty cool uh, features to it. So the first thing about it, it's 41 millimeters. It has a crown guard. The water resistance leaves something to be desired because it's only 50 meters like your... I have ATM. Like my Speedmaster? Yeah. 
Splash Speedmaster is the best watch ever. Yeah, the water resistance is enough. But how? <laughs> no, no more questions. <laughs> He's getting ready to fight. Next topic. Conversation over. <laughs> Friendship over. Trap, exactly. Put that knife away. <laughs> so the movement is uh, is um, is renowned for high degree of precision. Precision. So it's five plus or minus five seconds a year. It's eight. And so this was cool. If it's impact, if it hits an impact, high impact, the immediately goes to the hands go to twelve to put itself in a protective mode. But cool. it still keeps time. So then as soon as it, it recalibrates stuff, so it disconnects the, yes, the circuits. Cool. Yeah. Does the same thing when it gets near a magnetic field, it all comes to stops working that way and keeps time nevertheless. Very cool. Ever happened to you? No. No, I'm too good with my watches. <laughs> I work you, at a freaking office, dude. You, you never hang out by magnetic uh, fields? I would just <laughs> exactly I'll, I'll, I'll bring magnets. <laughs> like uh <laughs> You know how often during the day I'm in magnetic fields? <laughs> you ever jump into an earthquake? Dude, I have a, I have a, I have a fucking mill gods for magnetic fields. Think about it. But this watch also has end of life. Can you find magnets? Exactly. It's, not like this. it's not like a metal detector. <laughs> so it has, it uses a gear position detection system. So a long battery life. And here's the last thing. Uh, it has an end of life, end of, um, end of energy uh, indicator also has this really cool feature that if you're traveling you just pull out the crown it st- keeps ticking and then you give it a good wind with with your finger you just go you just wind it once and it'll change one hour automatically so it keeps the time perfect the seconds keeps going but the hour the whole minute hand will go and the hour hand will advance and then it'll, it'll advance or it'll go back so it allows you to change time zones very quickly and never even lose a second and the last cool thing, which is very expensive, most watches, is a perpetual calendar. What? Yeah, a perpetual Ow. calendar. It has a perpetual calendar within the, the within the uh, the movement, so it allows you to keep uh, perfect dates. It knows leap year. It knows thirty thirty one. Does it give you the month and everything? No, not the month. It's just a day. But it's, it's but a perpetual it, calendar because it can tell you the twenty ninth day. Know when it's a leap year. It knows so when it, it's thirty one. It, it knows the month. What? So it knows the month. It knows, well, it knows so the month, but it's, sorry, it there's no indica- indicator. Sorry. And how do you adjust that? Like, yeah. how do you set it? Oh, there's, there's instructions. There's instructions on how to set it. Yeah. It's very cool. So- sounds complicated. <laughs> the manual has 12 pages. Can you wow. read 12 pages, Carl? No. <laughs> Is there images? I think it's 12 pages. You know what? Is there I images? had the manual open here. It's 18 pages. It's <laughs> too much. Yeah, but the first one actually just says spec. So, yeah, I think you could read what, what it means. Yeah, I think it's about 12 pages. Not even. Ask you for a lot. Yes. Take a, take a break. You guys are banging on the table like crazy. Oh, yeah, okay. Throwing watches and stuff. Am <laughs> I or yes. so many watches? No, well, I mean, you... No, no. We're getting excited, I think, and just like forgetting about all the, tele, uh, all the things. In the world. It's, yes. uh, it's alcohol fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah alcohol. <sighs> so uh, an hour and four minutes. Keep that in mind if you cut and paste. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I took a pause, right? So that you can easily yeah. cut it. But, yeah. Um, so yeah. essentially, yeah, it has also a perpetual calendar, which allows it to manage, if you set it up properly, 29th day in a leap year, 30 and 31 month by month. You don't have to set the, the thing. It's incredible. It really it's, is. Great. It's amazing. And it's under, I, I can find it for use for 650 Canadian. What is the model again? The VHP. So the one that I have is the blue. Yeah, but I have the blue dial one. So what, what's the one you have there? What's the VHP? Well, it just says, it says Conquest VHP, but it doesn't yeah. mean the same much more than that. I don't know. No. The, what the model is. The 
the con- VHP stands for very high precision. That's yeah, it it exactly. It says that. Very high precision. So it stands for very precision. The one I have is, I don't have this one. I have a different color, but I'll, I'll lay it out. L, this Longine, the, the model. Beautiful. Beautiful. L3.719.4.56.6. I don't have that one. That's easy to That, that makes like so much sense. Come on. Longine. It's logical. So this one is the, um, I have the one, the one you're going to find by putting in the number I just said is black dial, mine's blue dial. Yeah. So that is my Swiss and quartz selection. Of cool. The cool. Cool, cool, cool. Nice watch. And, and you have it too, Very right? Nice. So it makes sense that it went to your, um, so, justifying your, your So purchase. that puts me at exactly 3,000 Canadian in my watch roll. Plus taxes and shipping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, I'll go with my, my Swiss, uh, but it's a uh, Swiss with an American spirit. Oh, God. Did you just use the word spirit? That's that's their tri- that's their marketing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and this was supposed to come before your G Shock. Yeah. Why? I'll explain it after that. Okay. So I have an Idleton Khaki Field, um, and just because I always loved field watches, yeah. and you also love khaki, so just it's perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> like that's what I'm wearing today. Only that. Only have khaki. My shorts. bed is made of khaki. <laughs> it is remarkably robust. It's very khaki. There's a lot of chafing going on. Um, but yeah, I stayed with uh, manual wind too. I was like trying to follow a trend on that one. Was it because you couldn't fit into a $3,000 budget or was it because you chose it like that? Uh, I chose it like that. I was looking for a field watch and like as cheap-ish. Why? Where did it fit? So my Nomos, I was saying everyday watch. He said the same thing about his Zin. Yeah. Everyday watch. So the Nomos is for like Monday to Friday office if we ever go back <laughs> uh, watch, right? And after that, once weekend, I uh, pretty much put the khaki field on because I love field watches. And for me, when I close my eyes and I look for khaki, uh, a field watch, I have the, the 12 hours with the 24-1 indication in it. And it's the khaki field that right. just give you that, right? Comes on NATO, there's all the colors, like all of them, just ask for it. They probably have it. And they're pretty much affordable for what they are, right? I found one at like 500 Canadian news. So this one is what size? Give us the model. Um, which Hamilton has great model numbers as well. Yeah, so it's the H69429931. So black dial, green NATO, pretty much. And uh, just normal um, case, right? Um, what you were used. That was used. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the use and the new one, I think the 100 and 150 bucks-ish difference is not that uh, much of a step. Uh, but one thing I was looking into it is um, there's two different ca- calibers you can get for it. So Dimitri just Googled khakis. It's just like <laughs> he's pulled laughing. up khakis from like Walmart. Is, is this what we're looking at? I'm very confused. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, there's there's two uh caliber. There's an Neta movement that's cheaper, and there's the H fifty. Okay. Which is still so Neta movement with an H on it, right? Mm-hmm. Much Pr- pretty much right. So there's the Eta twenty eight oh four dash two, that's forty four hours, and there's the H fifty that's eighty hours. What's the uh, same size? Same watch, watch, same case, same everything. How m- and the price difference? 200 bucks ish. Not in the used market. Is that the one that has the day of the week displayed? No. No. Publication? No date. I-, I have the pictures here if you yeah. want to look. No. May, may I ask you a oh, question? Yeah. I don't know this. 30, 36 or 38 millimeter, right? It's 38. 38. Yeah. 38. It's 38. I wish that dial didn't say Hamilton on. Anyway. But that you wasn't you like, like Virgin Dials. Well, if it's one, a, right? for a military watch, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Same. This Another is pretty much watch. why I was looking at Hamilton when I was looking for my watches. And that's why I went with Zin. It's very clean. It, it says Zin on it, but it's it's a shorter word and there's nothing else, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, if you look at Serica, which the guy, uh, Matt Haverick, with the man in his watch, he makes a khaki or a field watch, sorry, sterile dial. And anyway, yeah, but the only thing I can I can understand it's marketing, right? If there's a pigeon filled with sterile dials, it's kind of hard at some point to know so, which one it is, right? I was going to ask a question. The H movement, the H50 you said, is it manual wind or is it an automatic? They're all manual, no automatic. You can have an automatic, but it's going to sit on the dial. No, no, thank you. No? No, no, I want a manual wind. Oh, okay. You said no, thank you. I was like, no. I was no, like, thank I'm you. pretty sure I saw the picture. Oh, no, no, thank you for me. I like it more manual wine. I find yeah, me it more too. true to it. Uh, yeah, but I was, sure. I was looking online on some forums and people are arguing which one's better. And what I was reading is the uh, H50, so the 80 hours, it's uh, harder to come by. So sometimes you have to wait for it. Dealers don't have it and stuff like that. I think the H50 is in their pilot watch. They have a khaki Probably. field. I've seen it. It's the one, I actually like it because it has, it's like a tan uh, numerals. It's like, and it has the... Uh, Uh, but yeah, so the reason I, I went with this watch is uh, the Nomos was going from Monday to Friday, so wor while working with it, and my um, Hamilton Khaki Field would have been my weekend watch, right? So something uh, holding on the weekend, and at the end, I had like 500 and some change to buy another watch. And I was right. like, I need a watch when I do, you know, like I wash dishes, when I do stuff around the house. Or, like I you need a watch to wash dishes. <laughs> yeah. Did you no, hear this? Of course. Yeah, like... Uh, What is your shower watch? This is why, Dimitri, he's saying do it. <laughs> this is why, because he, he has <laughs> a watch. Because he has to buy a new watch every few months. <laughs> I'm, I'm removing my watch when I do the dishes. Literally. Like, I don't wear it. Then why watch. do you need a watch to do dishes? Because this one, I won't remove it. I don't give it a damn, right? It's a metal G-Shock. Well, that's that's what you get a G-Shock and repair it. Because you don't give a shit. Okay, okay, okay. So, you're wearing that Hamilton, and you go, oh, wait a minute. It's dishes time. Give me my G-Shock. <laughs> no. Time to swap it out. No, if I do like course, if I clean the house and all those things, I'll have the G-Shock on me, right? But if it's just a weekend, I'm just doing weekend things, I'll have the Hamilton. You do dishes all the weekend? Every day, pretty much, but yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty much. That's a good rule. It's a good rule. <laughs> okay, so there's this one I really like as well. This is the... Which one uh, is that? The Pilot Pilot. The oh, pilot that's nice. Pioneer. I like that case a lot. Yeah. This is a really good little mechanical G. This one is small. You should, what, what is the name of that uh, model? For the, the pilot listening? Yeah, I said it. The Pilot Pioneer. Oh, Pilot Pioneer. Pioneer. Okay. This is the Hamilton H76419993K1. It's a khaki Pilot Pioneer. That's a nice watch. Good vintage flair to it. The one I was saying before was the Hamilton khaki Pilot Auto Day Date. I'm not sure... I feel this has the 80-hour power reserve that you were talking about as H50 well. H50 movement? I feel it does. I'm going to check right now. 42 millimeter, 100 meter water resistant power. Reaction. I thought that they would fit the 80-hour power reserve in the 38 millimeter. They did. That's in the Kentucky field that yeah. you were talking about, they have a version that's a 38 millimeter with a 80-hour power reserve. And I think it's called the Kentucky yeah. Mechanical, yeah. This one is the H40. So it's a modified ETA 2834, like you said. Sizable, nice. a lot of nice 80 hour power reserve. Yeah. yeah. And like you said, Dimitri, it has an H cutout. You just cut out, cut the H out. That's just an ETA. That's right. So, yeah, that's my, um, my Swiss watch. Swiss. And that's all, the reason I have all my three watches. It's 
Good choice. Very good so choice. you had, so summarize, you have... The uh, Nomos Club Campus 38 yeah. as my week watch. The Hamilton Khaki Field as my weekend watch. And mm. the Cassier G-Shock... For dishes. Uh, full metal Very for dishes. dishes. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the dish watch. Uh, Dimitri, what's your uh, Swiss? Um... So when I was uh, first get, trying to guess uh, your watch, Kevin, I actually thought that your yeah. quartz was going to be the Hamilton Ventura electric quartz, <sighs> which is a beautiful watch, and it's in a, in a good price bracket. I was meaning to ask you guys, when we said quartz, it's because it's not a quartz. Well, it's an electric quartz, right? It's it has no quartz. That's the does point. Does it not? I thought it has. No, quartz. it has a battery that powers a gear train. It, it powers a gear train. There's no actual quartz. That's the point. It's an electric watch. Okay. And that's what I was saying. And you know what? You're absolutely right. I would have gone Because I thought it was a quartz. That's why I was... I, I mean, I didn't spend too much time looking into it, but I It's an electric quickly, watch. And I thought that there was an electric quartz. Kind of like the spring drive, right? Where it's a, it's a mechanical uh, hybrid. Quartz. Yeah. So I thought it was a hybrid as well. So what it does, the spring drive, the difference is it's a hybrid movement. And what is different is that the gear train that is mechanical feeds a battery that does that keep that does the regulation of the timekeeping so it's a, it's both so there's no escapement which is a a really difficult or not difficult it's a breaking point to mechanical watches you know the thing goes right escaping that doesn't exist they have that with an actual quartz while the gear train is the mechanical piece however a hamilton electric watch has no actual quartz, from my understanding. Uh, I'm sure at some point we'll do a electric yeah, watch we'll special. We'll talk about this at some point. Yeah, once in the future podcast. So, um, for my last watch, the Swiss watch, I decided to go with uh, a dress watch, and the one I, I still have about a thousand dollar budget left. Which is, sorry, there's no quartz. It's just the battery that powers an actual transmission. We're looking at a photograph. A of photograph, movement. yeah. So look, there's a battery, and it, here's the, the train. There's no actual quartz. Right. Pretty cool. We'll talk yep, about it. Yeah, cool. We'll have to talk about it at some point. Because it's a very interesting mechanism. But the Hamilton Venture is. Yeah. But yeah. they do have a quartz version. Yeah, yeah but the electric it's not the one. Same. Exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. It is not the same value. I kind of wanted to, like, when I, when I was choosing my three watches, I wanted to go with watches of, that give a very good value. Right, right. Such, such, such as that they they will maintain what they have, not lose, and then you can always swap them for something else without much of a loss. So the cost of ownership is pretty little. Yeah. Uh, not that you necessarily would want to do this, but it's just if you wanted to, there's always that option. I agree. Um, so my watch is a Swiss watch, and I wanted to go with a vintage. It's gonna be the only vintage in my uh, in my list. I wanted to go with like a '60s, '70s uh, vintage. Omega Seamaster maybe, or a Zenith or an IWC, something like the, something like you already have, right? And for a thousand dollar budget, you can find a decently sure. decent quality, and you can get an automatic version. The very small ver- uh, small watches, right? Usually like thirty eight millimeters max. I paid my Omega all in less than thirteen, and mine is and that's an automatic. And mine is perfect mid- condition yeah, with so a metal bracelet. Get, yeah, exactly. So. So yeah, you can easily get like you can you can get an IWC or a Zenith easily sure. for that price, and it's it's nice to own a watch of that brand. Uh, that watch, will, guaranteed, will not lose any value whatsoever. Low maintenance as well. Brand recognition, right? And it, they used to make them very small, right? Back then, the dress watches were like thirty-eight millimeters, super thin, 
very easy to wear. I think they're small, like 34, yeah. 33. Well, yeah, yeah. Their sports watches were 30. Seamaster is a sports watch. Right. It's right. Like 37. But the, one, the one you have, so small. The one you have is Seamaster 30, 37. 37. 37. Yeah. Yeah, 37 is a good size. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So, I mean, there's not much to talk about it, right? Because there's a lot of different types of uh, watches you can find than the Chrono 24. Right. Right, you just have to kind of, I guess, do some research to make sure you don't find a dud. Yeah, you don't pay for something that's terrible. It's not not a Franken watch or anything like that. I suggest if ever just you research a little bit. Yeah, you research also if you have a good watchmaker here, you know, locally, and you buy from someone who's a verified dealer, uh, someone who's reputable. Look at the movement, let them show you pictures, and then you get it. Take it in to your guy and just have him take a look. Pay the whatever it is. Don't, if you have a good like mine will do it for free because I've done enough business with them. But if you do... Uh, They'll do it for free for you. Yeah. <laughs> because no. me, they don't even remember me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go to um, to them and you get it checked out, and then as long as you buy someone that has a authenticity, authenticity you know, guarantee, you look. And most yeah. of them, I, I dealt with someone who gave me a bad thing, and he was, he was a, obviously a watch shop online, and he was very adamant about... No, 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 no. Don't post a bad review. If you're unhappy, just send it back. I'll give you back your money. It was very, very common. That was the Jaget Le Coutre I bought. The one that was a square one that I had. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll show you guys a picture later. It was this beautiful vintage one, but it had, uh, it had problems. And he's like, yeah, it works fine. And I was like, mm. I brought it in. The guy goes, I wouldn't keep this. So I send it back. And the guy was so, uh, no, no. Don't open up. Don't open a case in PayPal. I'll send you back your money. Here's a, a shipping label. Send it back to me. Paid for it. No problem. He cared very much about his uh, score. Yeah, reputation. His score. Exactly. I mean, score is pretty important for sure. Yeah. So anyone above ninety nine point five, you're good. They're gonna want to yeah, keep that score. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so my three watches would be the Zen five five six, right? Which is a daily watch, I think, for me. Uh, it's kind of very similar to a khaki feel. Honestly, I was considering to, to picking one. I really like the Murph, not because of uh, the connection to the movie, but because I like the cathedral hands on the on the. I think they look amazing on a khaki feel watch. Beautiful watch. I love that the dial indices are not white. I love that they're dark. They're yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I love that specific version of the watch. I might. I, I think I would have chosen that one if I didn't choose the five five six. But then I decided to just take a look at the 5.56 and then when I saw the specs, again, I was, I just had no other choice but to pick it. I think that your dress watch pairs very well with it because it's very tooly. It's very everything. But if ever you need, you put on that vintage Omega Seamaster, you're ready for a tux. What? The 5.56 on the leather band looks perfect as a, as a dress yeah, watch too. Daily watch. So guys, it was uh, the three watch $3,000 Canadian. I'm guessing next time we'll go for 5 or $10. we will we'll discuss that outside of the podcast and come back with you guys. It depends how fast the inflation is. <laughs> Interesting story about that later on. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, thanks guys for the podcast and cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you on episode cheers. 4. Cheers.